Hello once again, folks, and welcome back to another edition of the CIAC cast. We have returned once again, continuing our very intermittent and uh, disorganized posting schedule, but we're back with a new edition covering a few different topics here as we're whiling our way through the summer months, trying to get back to the fall and to uh, some more high school sports. And we will certainly try and keep the CIC cast rolling along as we move through the summer, at least have another episode or two for you to uh, to help pass the time during these summer months. So we are uh, very happy that you've decided to join us, talk a little high school sports. We've got two guests joining us this week, uh, two folks, very good conversations that I think uh, you're going to enjoy. First up, we've got Tom Felice, who uh, handles a lot of the broadcast for the NFHS Network. We're going to talk to him about some of his experiences covering the championships and uh, a little bit about the CIC Moments vote, which is going on right now. Hopefully by uh, when you hear this, there'll still be some time to uh, to get your votes in. We'll talk that, a little bit about that in just a few minutes. And then we check in with Sean McFarland, uh, sports writer for the Hartford Current. Just wrapped up his first full year covering high school sports for the Current. He covers football and boys basketball and baseball. So I wanted to check in with him, get his impressions of uh, his first year on the beat in the state of Connecticut covering a lot of, uh, of high school sports and, and what he felt, uh, what he noticed, what he took away from uh, the year and then uh, looking ahead to uh, to next year a little bit as well. So looking forward to that conversation as well. Of course, I'm Joel Cookson, uh, happy to be your host and happy you've decided to spend a little time with us talking about some high school sports. Quickly here, we always like to remind you, you can, uh, if you're checking out the podcast, you uh, hope you'll uh, subscribe and rate us on uh, on iTunes. You can also find the podcast on the Google Play and on Stitcher, uh, as well as on CIACsports.com. And certainly hope that you'll subscribe wherever you listen. So uh, as I continue my erratic posting schedule of new episodes, you'll be the first to know. You'll get it downloaded to you. You won't have to search it out, but you can always find us on CIACsports.com as well. Lots of good ways to keep tabs on CIAC uh, activity. Uh, of course, CIACsports.com is the website. You can follow us on Twitter, at CIC Sports, Instagram, at CIC Sports, Facebook.com, slash CIC Sports. All good ways to stay up to date with what's happening. We've uh, The website is updated. All of the fall sports schedules and things like that are now up if you want to start mapping out your plans for the uh, for the upcoming fall season. And along with that, we've got tournament dates for everything going all the way through the 2019-20 season. So if you know you're going to want to uh, check out the, the boys' hockey championships at Ingalls Rink or maybe the boys' and girls' basketball at Mohegan Sun or whatever your championship of choice, you can see at least what dates you're going to want to block off to make sure you can uh, be in attendance when those high school championships take place in 2019 and 2020. So lots of good stuff there. Let's quickly run through uh, some of the things you might have missed on CIACsports.com since we last uh, last spoke with you, which certainly was a long time ago. Obviously, we've had a lot of uh, our spring championships have wrapped up since we last uh, posted. We've got our linked up spring championships, which has the story of uh, of every single uh, spring championship uh, from their local coverage area. So lots of good stories there. We did a story about the uh, 25th anniversary of the CIC Boys Lacrosse Championships. That was a lot of fun. Uh, we've highlighted uh, Fox 61 has uh, is, is part of a partnership has been honoring senior uh, or excuse me, sport captains throughout the year. And I believe we had 28 captains uh, that were honored. You can find links to all of those on 
CISCSports.com. We've got all the fall sports uh, links to all the fall sports packets, divisions, and schedules. That's all there as well on CISCSports.com. Links to uh, one of our partners, Encourage, uh, is trying to promote uh, a better atmosphere in uh, and, and help schools and athletes and parents with communication. And they've got a blog that we now link to on CISCSports.com as well. You can check that out. Um, the wonderful documentary that uh, uh, John Holt from our office put together called Drive, Seven Stories Inside the Win Inside the CIAC Winter Postseason, that full uh, piece, it's about 45 minutes long, is now available to be viewed at CIACsports.com as well. You can also find it on YouTube. Hope you'll check out our YouTube channel. Lots of great videos and, and content there as well. And then I men mentioned the CIAC Moments Vote. So this is now our third year. We've chosen um, a candidate, a nominee from each of the championships where the NFHS network uh, was able to provide coverage. So we've got 17 uh, nominees this year. We chose one moment from each of those sports, and we've opened it up for the fans to choose their favorite. So there's 17 moments on CIACsports.com. You go to the link there. You can vote there. Uh, we tweeted out each of the moments, and a like on, uh, on Twitter or Instagram for each of the moments also counts as a vote, as well as a like on YouTube. So Lots of different places you can vote. We're closing that voting at noon today, uh, on noon on Friday on CICsports.com and all those venues. So that's when we're going to tally up the votes. And then next week, we will reveal the top five uh, vote recipients. So a lot of great championship moments. It's always fun to go back through. We got buzzer beaters at the uh, the Boys and Girls Basketball Championships, clutch hits in baseball and final outs in softball, some wonderful goals in boys and girls soccer, all kinds of good stuff, uh, outstanding performances in swimming, a dramatic finish in wrestling, all kinds of good stuff there to uh, to pour through. So we hope you'll uh, check that out and you'll also uh, get a little bit of an understanding about what our guest uh, Tom Felice may be talking about when we speak with him a little later. So hope you'll take the time. As I said, voting's going to close at noon. So by the time this is up, you may not have too much time to uh, to get yourself to CIACsports.com and vote, but we hope you will do so uh, and, and choose your favorite moments. Just a little thing we like to do in the summer to kind of refresh what we looked at and what, uh, what took place the previous year before we start looking ahead to the 2019-20 high school sports season. So check out the Championship Network vote. You can search hashtag CICMomentsVote on Twitter or Instagram. That's another good way to find uh, all of the information uh, about the voting there. So there's uh, all kinds of good stuff on CICsports.com. I'm trying to keep uh, the content coming during the summer. Hope you'll check all of that out as we uh, we work our way through the summer months before uh, we get to August and, uh, and it starts to be uh, high school sports time once again. So that's going to do it for my little introduction here. Now let's get to our conversations. First up, speaking of that CIC Moments vote, once again, we're going to get in touch with Tom Felice, broadcaster for the NFHS Network, talk a little bit about his experiences, some of what he remembers from some of the moments that are uh, featured in this year's Moments vote, and just his experiences covering high school sports championships for the NFHS Network. Very happy to have with us now Tom Felice from the NFHS Network. Uh, Tom is uh, a voice you may have heard if you've been following the CIAC Moments Vote competition, uh, and so we wanted to reach out with him to him and talk a little bit about uh, his perspective on our, on our yearly uh, fan voting. So, Tom, thanks as always for being with us. Uh, thank you for having me, Joel. So uh, I did a, an unofficial count uh, this morning to check in. So for fans who don't know, of course, we're doing uh, we've opened up the fan voting. We picked 16 uh, moments from CIC championship events that were covered on the NFHS network, and and I believe Tom's voice was prominent on um, 
on five of the 17. So we'll uh, so uh, a pretty good percentage there in terms of uh, of events that he covered and does a great job covering the NFHS network for us. So I won't uh, I won't ask you to to name your favorite and make your vote official here, Tom, because we'll uh, we're going to leave that up to the fans. But I'm just curious uh, of those five of 17, we had you at indoor and outdoor track and the wrestling open, and then the boys and girls volleyball championship. So I'm just curious if. If anything specifically uh, kind of stands out to you that you remember just from covering those events uh, this past year? One that really stands out for me was the boys' volleyball, and especially the game, the L game, where you have the clip that's on the moment's vote, that it was a very well-played game, and there was so much respect between the two teams. You know, both coach John Sedlock, had been an assistant for Lori LaRusso at Darien, and she's one of the most respected coaches in Connecticut, regardless of sport. And then there was a moment, I don't remember which set, but it was late in the set, and there was a question on if a ball had been tipped or not at the net. And Coach LaRusso just turned and said, yes, it was tipped. And that meant that her team lost the point, and Coach Sedlock on the other side just went, thank you. And it was, it was refreshing, sure. really, to see a moment like that late in a state championship match that was so tight in all five sets. And and that moment really stood out for me, saying, you know, obviously everyone knows this is important, and it's important to the participants, but it wasn't life or death either. Yeah. So that moment really stood out throughout the whole year as, as really a good way to end the season for me. Yeah, in the high school championship. Yeah, no, that uh, that that boys volleyball. We I, we always talk. Uh, you know, that we love obviously love all of our championships. They're always great, but there's something about the 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 girls and boys volleyball that I've heard a lot of people say. Some of the best, maybe. Uh, you know, people maybe not think about, but some of the best atmospheres, and, and they've really produced a lot of uh, just wonderful championship events uh, uh, over the past couple of years. So, uh, as you said, that uh, that that Staples and uh, and Darien match was was certainly uh, a, a good one. I was thinking about, you know, you as I said, uh, a few of the ones that you appeared on were some of these kind of what I would say you know, multi-event championships, things like track and, and wrestling, where you're really, you know, you're almost uh, broadcasting a series of sort of smaller games, if you will. I'm just curious, you know, how wh what is that experience like? How is that different? How do you prepare uh, for something like that, you know, as opposed to just, okay, this is this is a contest between Staples and Darianne or, or between Joel Barlow and Woodstock uh, Academy going to the girls' volleyball. But, you know, when you're going to do, you know you're going to be calling, um, you know, 30 different events in, in, in wrestling or, or indoor track. How is that different in terms of your preparation and, and sort of how you approach it going in? Well, you definitely, I think, you know, the preparation gets wider instead of deeper. Mm -hmm. You know, for wrestling, the bout's only going to last six minutes at the most as opposed to a hour-and-a-half basketball game or a two-hour baseball game or something like that. So I think it's more... You're trying to find a few things for each athlete in the competition as opposed to, you know, you might have 10 stories on the star quarterback or the star point guard. Sure. But a uh, 100-meter dash takes 11, 12 seconds in high school, and you don't have the full time to tell these very in-depth stories. So I think it's more about trying to find little pieces of information or little stories about the athletes along the way. Yeah. Is, is there a challenge? You know, I was sort of thinking about it. Obviously, you know, the, the, the clock and, and sort of the scoreboard provides sort of the, 
the the framework and the drama, I guess, if you will, or sort of the building drama, you know, in a in a in a different kind of sport. Is there a, a challenge in in sort of not knowing maybe necessarily with some of those other sports like wrestling or, or track, you know, when that drama, you know, the particular drama is going to pop up? You know, you you don't know which race is going to suddenly provide the the thrilling finish. Is that something you enjoy? Is there a challenge to that that comes with sort of that, you know, not having that sort of that structure that maybe you have in, in some of these other competitions? Yeah, there's certainly a bit of a challenge, and, and it is something I enjoy as well, where you need to be locked in right from the start. You know, mm-hmm. in wrestling, a pin could happen right away. Or even in a 1,600-meter race on the track, somebody can make a move right from the start, and then the story becomes, you know, how their lead is increasing yeah. or something like that. So, yeah, it's, it's very important to stay locked in and be ready to go as soon as the event starts because, as you mentioned, in some of the other sports, you know, in a basketball game, if it starts out 10 nothing, you can still come back. Sure. But, say, in a 800-meter race, which we see featured in the boys' outdoor track moments vote, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes the drama is not till the end. In this one, the drama was at the end, but sometimes somebody just gets out to a big lead. Yeah. So, and, so, and I think that goes back to the preparation we were talking about before where you need to be you need to know what you're going to talk about if something comes up and so and that's part of the challenge for me especially with track where so many events you know at the outdoor track i think it's it's 18 events boys 18 events girls and then you have the team title race as well so there's so much to keep track of and that's why i really like the track events is because there is so much going on. Yeah, no, and uh, and as you sort of say, you could have, you know, not that the, the that it would be boring, but you know, you could have a couple of races that maybe don't provide that that drama, and then all of a sudden you can get that kind of wild finish that we saw uh, in that boys' eight hundred. That's the one that uh, that we chose from the the state outdoor open. Um, sort of broadly, going broadly, you know, you've uh, you're obviously a professional broadcaster. You've done the covered a lot of different things. I'm just curious, what you know, what do you sort of enjoy, or what what do you sort of see as unique and special about covering high school championships and, and these kind of events that that maybe you don't get uh, covering other kind of uh, other venues, other uh, other sports. Well, obviously, the sense of community that comes along with high school events is something that you don't get on on any other level. You know, it's obviously college teams get big crowds and all the Alabama fans are wearing crimson and the Auburn <laughs> fans are wearing orange and blue. But it's you still see that from afar. But I think when you're at, you know, high school event and everyone knows who's involved and, you know, I can't imagine how many times we've been broadcasting the basketball championships at Mohegan and you can tell whose mom is sitting behind you just by the way that they're yelling <laughs> sure. sort of thing. You know, so I think just the the community makes such a difference, and the people who are around it care so much. You know, you'll see, like say the volleyball championships, you'll see volleyball officials who aren't working the games, they're still sitting in the stands yeah. and watching. So I think it just, the high school athletics forms just such great communities among people who really care about the sports. Yeah, no, that's a that's a great point. I think that's uh that's true, and it's interesting you mentioned with the officials. But yeah, it's it's there's so many people invested in it, uh, in in ways that maybe there aren't uh, in other venues. Um, I'm curious, you know, we sort of talk about whether it's these moments or whether uh, it's a you know a particularly thrilling uh, match like that five set uh, boys volleyball final. Do you ever kind of finish up a 
a broadcast and, and sort of, you know, are able to reflect or are you able to reflect as it's happening? You know, that maybe you're watching something special. I'm curious how that, what your mindset is as it's going on in terms of, you know, sort of being able to recognize it or is it all just a blur and then maybe you can appreciate it afterwards? How is that sort of going through your head, um, you know, as you're calling a calling a game, calling a moment and, and, and trying to maybe capture that in, in what you're doing? Yeah, that's and that's part of the challenge of broadcasting is, you know, getting all the names right and the schools right and that sort of thing, but also knowing that something like a state record in track is part of the story or, you know, one of these wrestlers who's won four straight titles or something something like that. So it's definitely part of the challenge, you know. The last thing you want to do is be broadcasting a baseball game, have a kid hit a triple in the seventh inning, and then two batters later realize he just hit for the cycle. Sure. So, so it's it's a big part of of staying in the moment, but at the same time recognizing the bigger picture and what this means to the athlete, what it might mean to the school, what it might mean to the sport. Mm-hmm. Something like track at the Open this year, I think we had three state Open records set. So being able to compartmentalize all those things is is really one of the things that energizes me during an event is trying to keep track of everything like that. Absolutely, yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's great to uh, to see all the balls kind of that you have in the air uh, as you're working through. So we'll uh, I'll let you wrap up, obviously, and uh, and we highlighted these uh, as I said the five moments. And I'm um, searching by memory. I'm pretty sure you may have been uh, doing some other events this year that didn't get uh, picked. You may have been involved in some soccer and some other things. But um, I'm just curious, and and I don't want, like I said, to uh, not going to make you get on the record here with a vote. But I'm curious if there's any even beyond this year any sort of moments or memories that, that stand out from doing CIAC championships that fans would remember, uh, that, that you still remember particularly fondly as, uh, as, as ones that stand out to you uh, since you've been doing these for the NFHS Network? Well, first of all, thank you for not making me vote because I still <laughs> haven't decided. Okay, <laughs> well, and your, your vote will remain anonymous. We should say that. If you vote uh, on the website uh, or wherever you choose to vote, we won't uh, publicize who's voting for what. So uh, you, can, you can rest assured we'll, uh, we'll keep that quiet. That's good, that's good. <laughs> So one, one thing that really stands out for me, and I think it's been amplified by the success that Danae Rivers has had running at Penn State, mm-hmm. is the, the great races that happened between Danae Rivers and Hannah DeBalzi sure. in, in high school. Because you, know, you, look at, you look at the high school record book in the middle distances, and it's pretty much just their names. Yeah. So they... At this point, they're two of the greatest runners to ever come through CIC track, and and they just they would constantly go at it in the middle distances. So I think those are that's one of my best memories is of the races between those two because they were so prolific on the track in high school. Yeah, no, those uh, I remember. You know, you see, it, and obviously we got a couple big finishes this year at track and field, but I'm not sure you often see. Uh, you know, you see records broken, you know, and you'll see tight finishes, but those races had both because they both were running at such yeah. uh, unprecedented levels and were doing it uh, stride for stride. And yeah, as you said, we had a, a run there of about two or three, it seemed like, state opens, indoor and outdoor track where they were just uh, providing some unbelievable uh, kind of drama. So that's uh, those ones, and it, it's uh, I had forgotten about a little bit, so that's a nice... Uh, refresher but tom we uh we greatly appreciate it and uh i'll let you get back to uh to pouring over those uh selections and deciding what your votes are going to be and uh appreciate all the great work you did uh this year and in past years uh 
providing great coverage of, of CIC championships for the NFHS network. So uh, thank you again, and we'll, uh, we'll catch up with you again soon. You're welcome, Joel. I'm looking forward to the fall season and getting back behind the mic. Appreciate Tom taking a little time. He does a wonderful job uh, on the broadcast for the NFHS Network and uh, hope you'll check out once again the CIC Moments Vote and uh, and see his work there and also uh, weigh in on what are some of the best uh, championship moments from this past year. Next up, as I said, Sean McFarland. Speaking of people who do great jobs, he's uh, just completed his first full year with the Hartford Current, covering a bunch of high school sports. Uh, we've had Sean on the podcast once before uh, as he was kind of halfway through his, uh, his first season covering football for the Current, but wanted to get back in touch with him and, and kind of get his impressions of, uh, of the high school sports landscape in Connecticut, what he, uh, what he observed, what he liked, what he didn't like from that first year of high school sports. So uh, let's hear from Sean McFarland of the Hartford Current. Very happy to have on the phone with us Sean McFarland, a sports writer for the Hartford Current. Uh, just wrapped up his uh, his first full year covering high school sports for the Current, so we wanted to get him on the phone and, and get his impressions of the world of Connecticut high school sports. So, Sean, uh, thanks for being with us, taking a break from your new uh, new spot as a, a soccer beat writer. We appreciate you finding some time. Yeah, thanks for having me, Joel. So uh, I think we last spoke uh, or talked to you for the first time on the podcast last fall when we were about halfway through the your first uh, season covering high school football for the the current here in Connecticut. Yep. But um, just tell me a little bit about uh, about year one. You kind of went through uh, football, basketball, baseball. Uh, what were your sort of your big impressions, and and what was it like uh, covering high school sports in Connecticut for your first year? It was a ton of fun. Um, the one thing that really stuck out to me uh, throughout the entire year was how much people cared. You know, I've covered high school sports elsewhere, and I've just never seen the type of passion that you know the fans have, coaches, families, players. I've never had players care so much about you know the coverage that myself and everyone else in the state does, and. You know, whether it's rankings or players of the week or, you know, all current players of the year type of stuff. It was, it was really it was really cool to see them care that much. And, you know, they were clearly reading. They were sharing stuff on social media. They were, you know, coming up to me before and after games. I know this isn't just me. It's you know, a lot of the reporters in the state. So so that was really cool to see that, you know, just the, the pure amount of interest that, you know, fans, players, families, everyone had. Um, that really stuck out to me the most. Mm-hmm. And. The other thing I think was just, you know, the amount of, you know, competitiveness and talent in this state. You know, it's one of those things where coming into a new state, you never really know what to expect as far as how good the sports are going to be and how talented the players will be. But I was really blown away by, especially in the basketball season, just, you know, how talented some of these players are and how well coached some of these teams are. And, you know, that really... uh, that really, I think, would say surprised me, um, just not knowing much about Connecticut before this year and just seeing the amount of talent in all these sports and, you know, kids going off to play in college and, you know, some hoping, you know, professionally, obviously, but sure. just the, the talent that top to bottom so many teams across my coverage area and the state as a whole had. So that, those are kind of the things that really, really jumped out to me through uh, the first three seasons, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you, you hit on this a little bit in your, in your last answer, but uh, anything else maybe that comes to mind? Any other sort of uh, or surprises, things that, that maybe you weren't expecting uh, in terms of how, uh, you know, that, how the first year went and, and your sort of involvement with, uh, with high school sports in Connecticut? Yeah, I guess I would say, and this is more of a, a media-centric answer, but mm-hmm. just the amount of media and reporters that were at some of these state championships in, you know, regular season and postseason games. I mean, I remember... 
um, before the start of the football playoffs when um, Platt and Maloney were playing each other in the first round. Yeah. You know, we went to one of their practices, and there were, you know, a dozen reporters from TV and, you know, blogs and newspapers all on hand. And, and that really surprised me. Just, you know, again, coming from Massachusetts, I didn't see a lot of that. You didn't see many media scrums at high school practices. Mm-hmm. And there was so much of that this year across all the sports. And I think that, that kind of reflects on what I said earlier about how many people care and how many people want to consume high school sports in the state. Is There, there was a market and a reason to have 12 reporters at a uh, at a practice or yeah. you know we you look at mohegan sun for basketball championships the press row is packed from the beginning to end it's you know there's there's so many dedicated and talented reporters in the state and that's a reflection of the fact that like i said players coaches families they want to read they want to consume they want to they want to be a part of this you know high school sports sports world so it kind of goes hand in hand uh, on that end yeah no, absolutely. Uh, we're we're certainly uh, we're fortunate in that regard that there's such a, a high level of interest and uh, and that folks uh, are doing such a good job keeping tabs on everything. Um, obviously, I, I'm sure it all uh, in some ways blends together over the course of the year. But any kind of particular uh, favorite stories, favorite teams, favorite games? Uh, not to to put you on the spot too much with the the teams thing, maybe, but uh, just sort of memorable stories or, or things that you definitely will uh, will remember. You think from that first year. Yeah, the one that really sticks out to me is, is East Catholic Windsor in basketball season. I've talked about that to hundreds of people. Just that storyline from the start of the season to the end, when you consider how last season ended with uh, Corey McKeithen hitting that you know game-winning shot in the quarterfinals mm-hmm. of the playoffs, then they end up facing off again in the CCC championship, and there's a dramatic ending. And then they end up facing off in at Mohegan in the state championship, and you can argue that those are the two best teams in the entire state start to finish with the talent on those rosters. I mean, I think between the, the two rosters, there are five Division One players, you know, and then you can include Jordan Riley in that from Windsor, who is an incredibly talented player. And, you know, they just had so much talent top to bottom, and those games were absolute battles. I mean, I remember being in Mohegan for the state championship and just, I mean, the place was packed. I've never seen a high school atmosphere like that. Or the first time they played in the regular season at Windsor High School, I mean, they had to literally lock the doors to the high school because they couldn't let any more people in. It was literally like a fire hazard. Like, there were that many people <laughs> yeah. trying to get in to see this high school basketball game on a Friday night. It, it was truly one of the coolest storylines I'd ever seen in sports. And the players made it great. Obviously, you know, Coach Smith and Coach Riley, they're great to deal with. And, you know, it was the fans were awesome. I mean, I couldn't account on how many fans came from both sides for the state championship game. And again, they, they were they were so into the coverage, the stories, the, the storylines. They were great on social media. Like they, the fans and players made it really fun for me this year to do this job. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they, it's always more fun to cover something when people are really involved and care about it. And those fans did it. Um, other story. I mean. You know, uh, as far as favorite teams, there's a few that really come to mind. Just uh, every Berlin team in general I had a great time with. You know, those kids are great. Um, they're always fun to talk to. They were competitive in each sport this year. They Baseball, they went to state championship. Football, they went to state championship. Basketball, they were really competitive in. And it's a lot of the same kids on all those teams, too. So, 
it was great to build relationships with them. Mm-hmm. You know, Farmington basketball, they were great. Um, East Catholic baseball and basketball, they were good. Um, you know, a lot of the Meriden teams and Maloney and Platt, you know, they're always fun to work with. You know, there, there are so many teams and players this year that, you know, it was so easy for me to build a relationship and connection with. And that, again, just makes the job so much more fun that, you know, in the state we have so many players who they're just, they're just so likable. Outside of the fact that they're talented athletes, they're, they've found a way to be so likable to, you know, media, media members and reporters, and that makes our job, you know, so much more fun when you're dealing with kids like that. Yeah. No question about it. And uh, you talked about that, the great uh, sort of uh, battles with East Catholic and Windsor. I think anyone who saw them at, uh, at Mohegan is just such a high level of basketball, as you said. And, oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, not just the, the intensity and the rivalry between the two, but uh, both teams just playing at, uh, at a tremendously high level. And I also commend, I remember you mentioned Berlin. Uh, Sean wrote a great story about sort of the through lines with those two teams. Uh, you know, a lot of those same kids, uh, as you mentioned, on the baseball and football teams. You can check out that story. Uh, wrote uh, kind of late in the spring, I think, as the baseball team was mm-hmm. was making its run. So uh, something good to, to check out there for our listeners. So uh, you talked about all the fun uh, of your first year, and I know we're uh, uh, still a little bit of ways away, but I saw you tweet something the other day about how the fall is going to be here before you know it. Just kind of curious. It, all, it always does. It if always does. Absolutely. If there's anything you're kind of uh, have your eye on or just looking forward to um, – you know, specific kind of coverage ideas or anything that you're looking forward to uh, to bringing forward uh, in year two as we uh, as the students start coming back uh, in late August. Yeah, you know, I think about I think at the current we did a great job this year covering high school sports and, and trying new ideas we hadn't tried before, and I think we're just kind of scratching the surface. You know, I think we'll have tons of new, you know, story story ideas we'll be rolling out in the fall with football season and soccer. Obviously, there's so much more we can do that I think is, is completely untapped at this point. So um, I'm really looking forward to football season and you know, into basketball season. I think there's just so much more we can do. And a big part of that is you know, I want to hear from the fans and players and coaches. And, you know, we're, we're doing this for, for them. So if, it's, if there's something they want to see specifically or they want to see more of or even less of, you know, that's, that's what I want to hear from. You know, I have plenty of my own ideas, but – you know, I would love to hear from other people on what they want. But, uh, yeah, again, I think there's so much more we'll be doing this year that, you know, we didn't even touch last year. So once uh, August gets rolling around and uh, football season gets going, it'll be uh – It'll, be, it'll all be coming out. All right. Well, we look forward to it, as you say. We, uh, you know, we certainly, those of us in high school sports, enjoy being able to catch our breath during the summer, but uh, also eager to, to see those kids coming back and start seeing all the good stories that, uh, that folks like you are going to be churning out. So, Sean, we appreciate it. Uh, hope, glad to hear that you enjoyed uh, year one with The Current, and uh, we look forward to everything that's uh, going to be published there in the fall. So appreciate it, and uh, enjoy the rest of the summer, and we'll talk to you soon. Great. Thanks, Joel. I appreciate it. Thanks so much to Sean. Always a pleasure to get him on the phone, doing a wonderful job there at The Current uh, on those high school sports beats that we mentioned, football, boys, basketball, and uh, and baseball. Be sure to check out uh, all his great work at, at The Hartford Current. So that's going to do it for this week's episode. As I said, we'll try and uh, do a little bit better job staying on a regular posting schedule, although I think I say that every episode and somehow manage to not do that. But we'll try and at least put up maybe one or two more episodes before we get to the uh, the start of the school year, give you something to listen to, something to keep you focused on high school sports. 
as we wind our way through these hot summer months. Stay cool this weekend. going to be a very warm one out there. Uh, once again, be sure to check out CICsports.com. Hope you uh, take part in the CIC Moments vote. You can follow us on Twitter, at CIC Sports, on Instagram, at CIC Sports, Facebook.com slash CIC Sports. I mentioned checking out our YouTube channel and the great work John Holt is doing there. That's uh, YouTube uh, slash Cass CIAC is the uh, the YouTube channel there. You've got links to that um, as well, and you can find in our social media feeds as well. Um, be sure to check that out. And, of course, uh, if you enjoy the podcast, hope you'll consider uh, subscribing. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Google Play, on Stitcher. If you do listen on iTunes, please rate and leave us a review. That would be lovely. A uh, nice way to know that uh, folks are enjoying the podcast. But do hope you subscribe. So if I uh, am unable to stick to my promise to stay to a regular posting schedule, you will certainly know uh, first thing whether or not we have a, uh, a new episode up. But uh, hopefully we will be back with you in just a few weeks here as we work our way through the summer, getting towards the fall season and high school sports returning. But until then, we thank you very much for listening. Have a great week, and uh, thanks once again for checking out the CIAC cast.